The Mariners have made two trades with the Giants, and more roster moves are expected before they head out on a 10-game East Coast road trip tomorrow. We're going to be talking about it all on today's episode of Locked On Mariners. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, everyone? It is Thursday, May 12th, 2022, and this is the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. I am your host, Setting Gonzalez, reporter and editor over at allseahawks.com. Joined, as always, by my co-host, Colby Patno. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez, D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at CPAT11, that's C-P-A-T-1-1. Be sure to also check out our Patreon, where we talk about the Mariners even more and also get into some non-baseball talk twice a week. Visit patreon.com forward slash control the zone for more information on that. If you are interested and want more of us, and if this is your first time joining us here on Locked On Mariners, welcome to the show. If you like what you hear, give us a follow or subscribe wherever you listen to this. And if you're watching us on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, turn on the notification bell, and give this video a thumbs up. We greatly appreciate it. Is it time to demote Jared Kelnick? Jerry DePoto's recent comments have us thinking that may be the case. We're going to be talking about that a little later on. We also have a personal announcement to make good one that is in the final segment of this episode but first we have two trades to talk about yes chills depoto did it again let's go over the first the mariners yesterday sent infielder donovan walton to the san francisco giants for right-handed pitching prospect prelander baroa who's currently pitching in high a he's been working as a starter but more so projects as a reliever colby what can you tell us about the newest mariner yeah, he's a uh, he's a pretty interesting guy. Like you said, he's he's been a starter primarily, but he's very small frame, uh, six foot one, about one hundred seventy pounds. Um, has a lot of effort in the delivery. Doesn't have great control or command right now, so he definitely screams reliever. Um, but there is some legitimate upside here. I've seen seventy grades on his fastball. Um, it sits in the mid to upper nineties. There's a thought that if you put him in the bullpen, you might be able to push him to triple digits. Um, and apparently the pitch has very high spin rates and we know how much the Mariners like fastball spin rate out of the bullpen. Um, the slider is hit or miss. I, I've seen some 60 grades on it. I've seen some 45 grades on it. Um, it definitely appears to be his second best pitch. I, I think we should probably go ahead and call it at least a 50. And again, there's always a possibility that it's turns into a 55 or a 60, uh, especially with the Mariners. They're very good at pitch shaping. Um, and so, you know, if, if you have something that's a 45 grade, the Mariners can probably turn it into a 50. Uh, the changeup has a long way to go. It's occasionally a useful pitch, but it's just it's not consistent enough right now. He's 22. Uh, he's going to be Rule 5 eligible this winter. So I wouldn't be too surprised if the Mariners go ahead and, and just transition him to the bullpen. He is at the high level, so he probably is going to report to Everett. Um, but if they're going to transition him to the bullpen right away, it's not out of the realm of possibility that he goes uh, to Arkansas um, and just pitches well there. He gets a lot of strikeouts. He does walk guys. Um, and like I said, right now it's pretty much a two-pitch guy, but there's a chance that both of those pitches are, are plus pitches. And the fastball could be double plus because of the high spin and velocity uh, that he generates on it. So it's, it's a really interesting arm. Um, he said ultimately this reliever screams – or this profile screams reliever. Um, but you know, the Mariners aren't, aren't one to pull the trigger on that too quick, especially for a guy like Baroa, who's really not going to help you this year in theory. Um, so they may just 
stick him as a starter, but uh, he is Rule 5 eligible. So if he is in their long-term plans, they probably want to see what he has as a reliever. Um, so that would be my guess is that he kind of uh, he kind of shifts to the bullpen now and the Mariners see if he is uh, a guy worth investing in beyond this year. And by dealing Donovan Walton, the Mariners up and up a 40-man roster spot. Uh, they made another trade with the Giants about an hour before we hopped on here, reacquiring Mike Ford, who they picked up as a minor league signing earlier this offseason and then traded to the Giants after DFA and him. Uh, what do you think about this deal? Do you think it's a precursor to maybe you know one of the um, names that that might have to go on the temporary restricted list due to the trip up to Toronto with the vaccine mandates, or do you think this is just depth? I think this is more about um, Jerry has a forty man spot. He obviously likes Mike Ford. Um, I believe he's acquired him now three times. Um, mm. So there's obviously something there that they like. Uh, it's also possible that if you're planning on sending down Kelnick um, and in it sounds like uh, there's a possibility that Kyle Lewis could be with the team by Toronto or Boston. Um, it, it sounds like maybe Mike Ford is just going to platoon and hit against righties as your DH because right now you're rolling out Abraham Toro uh, either at third base or DH and, and you're, you know, you're DHing Suarez as well. I mean, that's all fine and dandy, but Toro's not hitting right now. Um, you know, and, and you just you need some more thump in this lineup because you look at the the Mariners one through four, uh, the part that's actually hitting right now. Not a lot of uh, not a lot of power in that group. Some, but not a lot. Julio's not hitting for power right now, at least not home run power. Uh, France, that's never going to be a huge part of his game. He can do it, but he's not going to pop 35 home runs. Um, Ford has power, and it's it's pull power. They're facing three righties this weekend, um, three pretty good right, righties this weekend. And, uh, you know, you have the DH available to you. You really don't have anybody that you would use over Ford in theory. Um, so it's possible that Mike Ford is just DHing for a couple days. And it is worth noting that he does have an option left. So technically you can bring him up for New York and, and Toronto and send him down without subjecting him to waivers. Um, and, you know, I know Jerry was talking about, oh, well, we're really tied on the 40-man. They're not. They're absolutely not. Uh, they can clear it, They can clear five, six spaces without even touching anybody who is remotely um, important, let's say, to the, to the long-term uh, plans of the Seattle Mariners. So don't buy it when, when Jerry says, oh, well, it's just we're really trying to maneuver the 40-man. It's kind of tough right now. It's, it's not that tough. So mm-hmm. – um, I think it's just about getting another lefty bat when they send down Kelnick. I think it's about having some lefty power to either pull off the bench or to DH. Uh, it also kind of allows you to not have to start Cal Raleigh um, at DH um, or Adam Frazier or whoever. So uh, I think it's just about kind of improving the bench. And, and honestly, we don't even know if he's if he's headed to New York or if he's headed to Tacoma. So mm-hmm. we still don't know what their plan is, but. This is just, hey, we like this guy. We think there's a chance he could help us at the big league level at some point, and we can get him for fifty grand. Like, let's just let's just do it. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's the part that I, I forgot to mention. The Mariners just sending cast considerations. Don't know how much it is to the Giants. Can't imagine that it's too 
too much. Might just be the same exact amount of money that they uh, they received back in the in the deal when they when they sent Ford over to San Francisco in the first place. So uh, we'll see. Uh, but you mentioned it there. You know, Jared Kalnick might be on his way to Tacoma. Uh, we're going to be talking about that in just a moment. But real quick, a reminder: this episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I started taking Athletic Greens because I just don't have the time to research every single amazing thing that's going to make my body feel great, and I'm sure neither do you. So what is Athletic Greens? Well, with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things, and it costs you less than $3 per day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's like lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. And for every purchase, Athletic Greens donates to organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the U.S. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash MLB network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash MLB network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. You're listening to Locked On Mariners. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. There are recaps of MLB games with analysis from our local experts, including myself, taking fans through the season like no other network. It is free and available wherever you get your podcasts just like us. So Jared Kelnick has, of course, been struggling mightily at the uh, major league level this season in 30 games, 96 plate appearances. He is slashing 140, 219, 291 with a 57 WRC plus 37 and a half percent strikeout rate, uh, 9.4% walk rate. And of course, you know, he came into spring with a new stance, some new mechanics changed that after a few weeks and uh, just, hasn't really resulted in anything positive for him for the most part he did have you know he's had some nice moments here and there the pitch hit home run against the Rays you know there's been a couple of other things here and there but overall and obviously he's been uh, fantastic defensively in right field but that will only take you so far Colby you know we kind of talked about this a little bit yesterday that it, it's probably time to to send him down uh, it seems like he's pressing mm-hmm. a little too much again and at a certain point, you are um, probably just hurting his development. This is still a, a very young kid. He's only 20, 20, uh, 22 years old. Uh, not a lot of people you know, realize that or really take that into account when talking about Kelnick. Still very young. Uh, still a lot of time for him to grow. Uh, the guy, of course, still you know only has 473 plate appearances at the major league level. Um, yeah, it's been bad, but it's not necessarily time to give up on him. And, um, you know, before further damage is done to his psyche, to his potential as a major leaguer, um, it's, it's probably time to send him down. And, and Jerry DePoto today on 710 Seattle Sports was talking about extending a life raft to some guys that look overwhelmed at the major league level. I think he's probably talking about Kelnick in the situation, probably also Cal Raleigh. Uh, but I don't think that we're going to be seeing Jared Kelnick make his return. Well, I guess it's not really a return because he never played for the major league team, but uh, his return to New York, which uh, with that crowd uh, probably wouldn't have been the best idea with uh, given his struggles. Um, but what do you think about this? Uh, is it time? Yeah, it's, it's, it's probably time. Um, Jerry's comments this morning were interesting. Um, 
you know, it's it's not something they typically announce on an off day, but it seems like a good day to do it. Um, but uh, it is worth noting that Sousa Jr. played in, in the Rainiers game last night in Tacoma and uh, was ejected. But um, he, uh, he's, been, he's played very well down there in Tacoma. He's hitting 267, 417, 533. Um, it's been a while. But, you know, Sousa Jr. does have some track record of success at the major league level. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's a career 230-320-414 hitter, um, which isn't amazing. But considering what you're getting from Jared Kelnick right now, uh, it's a massive upgrade. Uh, now, again, he hasn't played in the big leagues as a regular since 2017. But there's power here. There's actually some pretty decent athleticism. He's a pretty good base runner. Um, you know, he's got some stolen bases, uh, on his, on his track record, but he's more of just a, a good solid base runner. Pretty, pretty okay in, in the corner, uh, can, can give you an inning or two in center if you really desperate or, or, you know, Julio, you know, jams his wrist or something and you need somebody to play center, God forbid. Um, he can do that for you. Uh, so there's, there's some value here, uh, to having Sousa Jr. on the, on the, uh, on the roster. And again, it's, it's really not even so much about, Hey, let's get better at the major league roster, which they should be worried about, but also mm-hmm. let's, let's not sacrifice the long-term gains of Jared Kelnick by just keeping him up here when he's just not equipped to handle major league pitching right now. Um, so yeah, you're, you're doing this because it makes your major league temp team better right now, but you're also doing this because it makes you better in 2023 and 2024. Um, and you're not giving up on Kalnick. Like you said, he's 22 years old. Um, and he really hasn't played that much baseball, uh, all things considered, uh, at the pro level at least. So it's, mm-hmm. it's just a move that you need to make. It's, it's best for, it's best for, um, for Jared. Uh, it's a little trickier with Cal because there's not a ton of catcher options. Um, personally, I would, I, you're, you're going to have to add Sousa Jr. to the 40 man anyways. You're, if, it were me, I would bring up Brian O'Keefe, which means I have to add him to the 40 man. Um, and there are guys on the 40 man that you could DFA. Um, the team's not clearly not willing to use Fairchild at all right now. So I don't know why they're, uh, why he's on the roster even, but, uh, uh-huh. yeah, we'll, we'll see what they decide to do. They're going to have to make multiple 40 man, uh, decisions. And, and Jerry already alluded to that also at the same time. Um, he talked about some of the difficulties, those don't really exist. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to give DePoto an out on that. I mean, not when you have Juan Tain taking up a roster spot, not when you have Joey Gerber, um, not when you have Danny Young or Riley yeah. O'Brien. Like, I just, I'm not, I'm not going to give Jerry a pass on that. So, uh, yeah, it's, you can make, you can make 40 man moves without absolutely losing somebody you just can't afford to lose. Like, there are plenty of guys that you can sure. axe off your 40 man. So we should note on Sousa, and this is not necessarily a, a commentary on the COVID situation or the vaccine situation, but uh, they may wait until after the Toronto series to right. call him up if they do call him up, because uh, he has said uh, publicly that he um, he does not he he's got his first and second doses, but does not want the booster uh, and to be considered fully vaccinated in Canada. Um, you have to have the booster. So uh, I would I would assume that's, that he will be ineligible to play in Toronto if right. that's the And case. that's kind of the big uh, the big elephant in the room is that after this weekend they're going to Toronto 
there's going to be guys placed on the restricted list who are on the on the trip with them right now. Yeah, New Jerry DePoto so. said that uh, they expect a few guys to be on that list. Right, so. which to me says three or four, but we'll see. And so there's going to be a lot of roster churn over the next few days. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the Mariners don't really have great 40-man depth, which is something Ty and I hammered home all all winter. Um, yep. It's going to come into play here pretty quick. Uh, and so it's I guess it's possible that Kelnick is – just by default on this roster until after they leave Toronto. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I wouldn't wait. Um, you know, and if, if Sousa Jr., that's really going to prevent him from playing uh, in Toronto, uh, then maybe it's you maybe you consider somebody like Billy Hamilton or, or um, you know, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> like that, that's your option. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see what they decide to do. Uh, but I, I would send down Kalnick and even if it means, you know, Sousa Jr. can't go to Toronto with me and I just have to, you know, call up a, a pitcher, an extra pitcher or something, and I just have to roll with Stuart Fairchild in right field in Toronto for three days. I'm still doing that because I just I don't want to continue to expose Kelnick without kind of resetting his 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 mental state down in AAA. Right. Absolutely. All right. So we have an announcement to make some personal news to go over in just a moment but real quick a reminder this episode of locked on mariners is brought to you by bet online our partners at bet online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info find all the latest odds news and sports developments including this year's basketball playoffs major league baseball scores fights and even next season's nfl futures bet online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs esports and more head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action bet online is where the game starts so as some of you know I have been writing at allseahawks.com, which is um, a fan nation site, part of the Sports Illustrated Network since January of 2021. And uh, it's been great. It's been a great experience. It's uh, given me a lot of opportunities to do some cool stuff. And uh, the latest opportunity that it's provided me is the chance to start a Mariners website for fan nation. Um, So that's what. I'm going to be doing the name of the website is called inside the Mariners and uh, it's we don't have a launch date yet but it's going to be launching soon and uh, we're really looking forward to it for those that are maybe watching or listening that don't know Colby and I used to write uh, over at sotomojo.com which was on uh, which is still on uh, the fan sided network uh, but since then, since we left, we haven't been really writing about the Mariners um, significantly. Uh, we did start up a website called truthofthetriton.com, but with uh, me starting my gig over at All Seahawks, that kind of flamed out. And uh, But now we're excited to be back writing about the Mariners full-time. It's going to be really exciting. Colby, you ready to get going? Uh, yeah, sure. Um I mean, we'll see if you can afford me, but, uh, mm. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be fun, man. It's, it's, you know, kind of our first medium, uh, when covering the Mariners, um, mm. was, uh, was the, the blog format, the website for whatever you want to call it, um, written mm-hmm. content. Um, so it'd be kind of fun to get back into it. I haven't written a lot about baseball, uh, recently, so I kind of have to, you know, dust off that, uh, that side of, of my skill set, but, uh, yeah, it'll be fun to just kind of have a place to, uh, you know, kind of bring back some old series and and uh, just have a different medium to uh, interact with with people and uh, 
you know, I, I think it's it's important to note here that uh, Locked On Mariners isn't going anywhere. Um, no. We'll still be here five times a week, uh, you know, give or take. Every couple of weeks, maybe we miss one. But still be here five times a week, every day. Uh, same show. Like, nothing's going to change on that front. Uh, yep. But, yeah, just it's going to be another platform for Ty and I to continue to cover uh, the team that uh, we grew up rooting for and, and still root for to this day. And it's it's going to be a lot of fun as we – know kind of build a brand and build a staff and and uh kind mm-hmm. of try and carve our way into the uh mariners fandoms daily routine let's say and sure. uh yeah. see what we can do with it yeah looking forward to adding an, yet another voice and uh into the uh to the mariners sphere and um you know looking to uh give some talented writers a platform to to talk about the mariners and uh talk about baseball in general um i I've already had a, a few people reach out with interests about joining our staff. And uh, if you're interested in, in joining the staff uh, and writing about the Mariners, or you know someone that, that's talented and, and might be interested in doing so, uh, please feel free to uh, to reach out. Um, I'll be uh, more officially uh, reaching out um, about interviews and, and potential writers at, at a later date. But, uh, but yeah, if you have interest, feel free to uh, to show that. Um, I will, uh, I'll make note of it. I already have some names that I've pulled together, uh, to, um, you know, conduct some interviews and, and stuff with, uh, down the road. So it should be a lot of fun, but we are, um, yeah, we're really excited to, to get this thing going. This has been something that's been in the works for the last month, couple months. Um, and, uh, we've, we've finally been able to, uh, announce it. Uh, I announced it today on, on Twitter. We announced it, uh, for the first time actually yesterday on our Patreon show. And uh, that was a lot of fun, and uh, the the feedback so far has been great. Uh, really love all the the support that that we've been given, and uh, it's a, it's an exciting time. It's a really exciting time. Just really excited to uh, write about the Mariners again. Um, you know, obviously, I love talking about the Mariners on here, but uh, just being able to you know sit down in front of the laptop, you know, computer, whatever, and uh, uh, just write you know, freely about the Mariners and, and whatever I want to talk about with the Mariners and do research and all this stuff. That's going to be a lot of fun to, to do again. And we're going to bring back some, uh, some fun series that we did over at Soto Mojo, like trade a day. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you, yeah, you gotta, yeah. You, <laughs> you guys, gotta get working on that list. <laughs> yeah. You guys, you guys think we were struggling with fan fiction Friday towards the end. Let me tell you something. When you have to write about 60 different players, the Mariners could trade for, in 60 some odd days yeah there's there's a lot that uh i mean the prep alone takes hours and days so yeah yeah it's 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 gonna be fun i'm excited for that i i do that was one of my favorite series to write i think the most we ever did on that particular series i think we did like 55 guys in like 60 days one year which is i think pretty impressive yeah yeah, no, it was a, uh, it was really cool, and a lot of people seem to gravitate towards it as well. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, fun. so we're good. Yeah, we're gonna be doing stuff like that. We're gonna be doing, um, you know, I got a a series that I I would do after every Seahawks game that I'm gonna move over to doing after every Mariners game called Three Up, Three Down. You know, stuff like that. You know, where we just go over, you know, some of the you know the three best performances, the three worst performances of the night. We'll, we'll be doing stuff like that. We'll be doing you know your typical news articles. Um, and now, you know, long form analytical breakdowns, 
all that stuff. We're going to be doing video content over there. Uh, we're going to be integrating the Locked On Mariners podcast with that as well. It's going to be really cool. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of uh, really fun, cool stuff over there. And uh, hopefully going to be able to uh, build out a pretty uh, pretty nice staff as well uh, to um, introduce you guys to some more voices that uh, you know really know what they're talking about when it comes to the Mariners. Um, and this team, this, this wacky, crazy, frustrating team <laughs> that we all... Uh, we all love still at the end of the day, even when they're, you know, playing like the way that they are right now. Um, and, uh, but yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun and, uh, hope you guys, uh, follow along and hope you guys are uh, just excited as we are about it. And, um, hope you guys check it out. We'll, we'll be sure to give you guys more information on, uh, when it's going to launch and, and all that good stuff as we learn about it, as we're pretty much allowed to announce it whenever we are, we will, uh, make sure you guys know. So with that out of the way, that's going to do it for our show. Uh, just a heads up, we are going to be recording tomorrow's episode right now um, because Colby's heading out of town tomorrow. So uh, we're going to try our best to preview the Mets series, even though that we don't know any roster moves that might happen. But we do have pitching matchups to go over. And, oh boy, they are not very favorable for the Mariners, but, uh, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna do our best, uh, to stay, uh, you know, hashtag positive on, uh, tomorrow's episode of Locked On Mariners and, uh, try to give you, uh, as much information as we possibly can with working with as little information as we, uh, we have right now, because we expect some, uh, some pretty significant changes, at least noteworthy changes made to the, uh, to the Mariners roster within the next 24 or so hours, uh, before they head to the big apple. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for joining us here on the lockdown Mariners podcast for Colby Patnode. I'm Tidy Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at, uh, LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez, D A N E G N Z L Z and Colby at C pat 11, the C P A T one, one. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. And thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. Just like you do here every day. We greatly appreciate the support. Now make your second listen of the day locked on MLB. That's where Paul Francis Sullivan and please call him. Sully brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues president pass. It's free wherever you get your podcasts, just like us. So have yourself a beautiful baseball day and we will see you tomorrow. Peace.